BAM Radio Network. I do think that Chris speaks for a lot of educators that see the purpose of education and the purpose of school not always connecting. Great teachers engineer learning experiences that put students in the driver's seat and then get out of the way. I think that sounds great, but... everyone this is unearthed inviting people into a deeper dialogue yes we are i'm dr brad gustafson and i'm ben gilpin let's do this benny so rosa one of the things that ben and i are hoping to do is bring educators together and unearth you know these valuable conversations that are occurring across the planet and to do that we know that you lead a chat called we lead ed help us understand what that is because some really great stuff happened recently about a year almost a year and a half ago um i had this idea to to focus on a chat that dealt with leadership and all things leadership and we talk about everything from equity to you know how to have difficult conversations a variety of topics and selfishly these are all topics that are dear and near to my heart but that i've struggled with as a leader in my 22 years in education Right on. So this is a Twitter chat. And the conversation that you recently had was on the purpose of education and how you pack that into 140 characters, you know, God only knows. So more power to you. But (laughs) some some of the tweets that were flowing from that conversation really stood out as things that Ben and I wanted to dig deeper into. Because so post Twitter chat, what are your reflections? Uh, What stood out for you? You know, honestly, when I look at Twitter chats, I've participated in Twitter chats that you know, sound like echo chambers. And I always strive to dig a little deeper and make folks a little uncomfortable. Because if we don't have these honest, uncomfortable conversations, especially around educational system, equity, social justice, all of those things, then we're never really growing and addressing the critical issues. What stood out for me, I think, was the spectrum of participants and what they brought to the table. We had some participants that were quoting Freire and uh, his work, and then we had participants who said, wow, that's that's a good question. I have to think about that. And we're very honest. And let me step back a little bit and just kind of listen to what uh, the Twitter conversation is going to be around We Lead Ed. So for me, that was really powerful. It just indicated that people were really thinking. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I, you know, as I was going back through the Storify, I mean, the question, what is the purpose of education? And, and you know, that is such a broad question, but it's such a question that, um, in 140 characters, what what do you stand for? And to see people right. from California, from North Carolina, from all over the, the entire country, Chris Geyer chimed in and said the purpose of education is to inspire the growth of the next generation and the purpose of school is a different story. I, I can honestly say I stepped back and I read that tweet multiple times because I do think that Chris speaks for a lot of educators that see the purpose of education and the purpose of school not always connecting. Did you find that in the chat this week? I did. And and Chris, a little bit about him, he is very much um, about talking about these more difficult issues. And we had a conversation about education versus indoctrination. And I'm not surprised that that was his response because it is a very sensitive subject for a lot of people. So are we educating our kids to to think, to change the world, or are we indoctrinating our students 
and influencing them and just pouring information so that they can support this current system that he clearly doesn't believe is really truly educational. And, and wouldn't it be something if we could indoctrinate them to think and be equipped to change the world? Then maybe that's a merger of, of school and education. As I was going through some of the tweets that were shared, Rosa, one thing that I was struck by, and, and typically I'm an optimist, and I've been accused of having the rosiest of rose-colored glasses, but with hundreds of educators from across the country, or, or hundreds of tweets and people contributing these different ideas, what do people really walk away with? Because I'm, I'm wrestling with your purpose is maybe different than what I might aspire our students to experience and have, which is different than some of the quotes people were sharing from, you know, whether it's John Harper, Dave Burgess, and so on and so forth. Where does this conversation even get us? Well, if anything, it's causing us to think. You know, being a principal, um, and you can relate to this, can be really isolating and, and lonely. I think the power of a Twitter chat is being able to share these ideas that may be completely foreign to you, but that really cause you to step back and really um, think about it. So I, I think more than anything, people walked away after that chat with a lot more questions than answers. And if we talk about the purpose of education, isn't that the purpose that we are creating critical thinkers and people who have the courage to ask the right questions? So you may not have something that you'll take back and implement immediately the next morning. I think what it does do, though, it, it stretches you and it grows your thinking uh, in many, many ways. That's a good good point there, Rosa. I'm going to kind of uh, step over the rosiest of rose glasses, uh, <laughs> Gustafson. And, and, you know, one of the things that I kept hearing is the amount of reflection that that chat was bringing. And Stephen Weber was, was talking about that chat days after it actually happened. And to me, therein lies the power of some of these Twitter chats. When they're not an echo chamber, we're able to have the discussions that take place on multiple days not just on one given night. I agree. And to have people like Steven Weber make statements like that is just mind-blowing to me because um, he's well-respected and a wonderful educator. And we all have much to learn. So uh, the power of the network, the power of being connected and, and having a platform to have these conversations with someone who's been in education for six months and someone who's been doing this for 30 years, that's transformational, powerful stuff. One of the challenges that I have in taking these ideas away and just reflecting on them myself, like here's a quote from Ben Johnson. Great teachers engineer learning experiences that put students in the driver's seat and then get out of the way. And I think that sounds great, but when a teacher or a principal is in his or her school and we have our common core state standards and we have to deliver on kids knowing the content as well, it feels in some ways like two worlds are colliding. So help us make sense of that. You know, that's interesting because it's something that Stephen Weber did talk about and he tweeted out an article that addressed that issue. That that we can do this through the use of standards. We can infuse creativity into the work that we're doing every day with standards. It doesn't have to be one or the other. And it's being done currently by a lot of people, wonderful educators and leaders. So I, I think the next step would be using our connectedness 
to be able to share some of those experiences. And how is it done? I don't have to choose one or the other. Are they really two worlds colliding? Or um, do we just need to look at it through a different lens? And that includes rose-colored lenses, Brad. I know you Rosa, like Rosa, <laughs> I, I think that's a great, you know what, that is a home run because I think you caught me in a false dichotomy there. And I, I, I tend to agree. It's just looking through it in a different lens. But I appreciate you pointing that out. Thanks for helping us unearth some of the, the magic that are these Twitter chats and, and connecting maybe to some people who weren't a part of it firsthand, Rosa. We really appreciate now, it. Now, Brad, i got to ask you real quick. Have you participated in this chat? No, and actually, I, when you first mentioned the conversation that occurred, I thought it was a different chat. So when I went through the Storify, Ben, I was pretty amped up at, at what was shared. Well, I can tell you this. Uh, I am going to make it a point to jump into uh, We Lead Ed this week and and from now on because I was really the 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 questions and I think that's where it comes back to for me Rosa is pushing thinking with these great questions so what I time thought, is it at it's a second and fourth Tuesday of the month so jump in and join us another big thing is we do address needs of the whole child if we don't support the heart and the soul, then we can't support the mind. So it's a, it's a focus of We Lead It. Uh, thank you, Rosa. That is in my wheelhouse. And I say, Brad, you better jump in on that one. Cannibal. Ben. <laughs> Take care, Rosa. Well, that was good stuff. So, so here's what I know. These are important conversations that do not have a right answer, but they're conversations that we have to have. We talked today about learner empowerment and content. So how do we give kids both so that they can change the world. That's my takeaway. All right, Benny, what about you? You know, I, I go back to the chat and I continuously keep thinking about some of Steven Weber's comments. And the one that sticks out is, are students being compliant or are they contributing? And when I think about that, that's, that's what I keep coming to with this chat. Are we just being compliant with our chats or are we contributing and challenging the status quo. You know, Ben, that's a good point. The problem I have is we have put teachers in a position where they're expected to cover a myriad of standards, and now we're talking about learner empowerment and moving away from compliance. feel like we have to turn professional development on its head to support our staff and our teachers who who are going to do this for us. And that's assuming we can all agree on the purpose, right? Absolutely. Hey, it's been real, Ben. You've been listening to Unearthed. It's been great having you. This program is produced by Accretive Media for the BAM Radio Network. Thanks for listening.